2: a podcast that chronicles my efforts to host and be hosted by my Australian friend, Carlo Ritchie. You're about to hear season three of hosting. There are two previous seasons, one in which I hosted Carlo in Auckland, New Zealand, the second of which in which Carlo hosted me in Sydney, Australia. This third season sees me hosting Carlo in my shared apartment in New York City. If you want to listen to previous seasons or check out other stuff to do with the podcast, it's got its entire own feed which you can find in the show notes. But otherwise, please enjoy listening. Well, Carlo... Welcome to New York. Thank you, Guy. Well, and welcome back to Hosting, the podcast where you and I find out what it's like to be a host. Yeah, or in some instances, a guest. Yes. Uh, We've just spent uh, an action packed day here in the Big Apple itself. Ah, Sleepless in Seattle. Well, that's a movie we could have watched had we chosen to stay in. Uh, But instead, we didn't, of course. You've, you, you're you here in my humble home here in New York City. And, uh, and humble it is. Well, and uh, it's it's so nice uh, to see you. And um, I, I really feel like it's, this is a great time to, to just say, let, let's let bygones be bygones. No, look, I think, Guy, I, I have to be honest with you. I think it is time that we buried that hatchet, you know, and buried it deep, 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 deep in the waters of the the Brooklyn River, I want to call it. Whatever that big body of water is that we went down to look at today. I believe it's called the the Hudson. Ah. And uh, as the hatchet is buried deep, let those those, uh, waters continue flowing like a bridge over troubled water. Like the bridge over the Hudson River, you know. You say potato, I say potato, I say Brooklyn River, you say Hudson River. I guess it's just one of those dialectal things, isn't it? Yeah, it, it could be a dialectal thing, or it could be a place name thing. Well, you know, one man's place name is another man's place mat. If place names were to be printed as place mats, yeah, put I could that, put that down on your table. There you go, guy. That's a decoration tip from me. Well, thank you, Carlo. Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a big day. And uh, certainly would have been a big night for you the, the night before. I mean, it's, it's not a short flight, Sydney, to New York. No, it's, uh, it's a lot longer than I thought, Guy. And uh, I should have brought a change of clothes, really. Really, I should have. To, to, on the plane? or Yeah, I mean, I was in that plane, it would have seemed, nearly 19 hours. And that's an extraordinary amount of time to spend on a plane, Guy, in one set of clothes. Well, it's... I mean... It's a, it's a long time, Guy. I mean, do you ever just wander around for 19 hours in the same clothes? Yes. If I stay up for a long time during the day, sometimes I'll be in the same clothes for about 19 hours. Sure. I guess so. I mean, it just it feels... I mean, I'm kind of incensed that, that the flight took so long. If I had known it would take 19 hours to fly to New York, I don't know that I've come. Well, I'm, I guess I'm glad that you didn't know until now because mm-hmm. you're here... Fool me once. I'd sooner not. I, I feel like fooling one another, is, uh, that's, that's all for the past. No, you're right. We, we should put that away. Put it to bed. Yeah. Tuck it in tight. So is this your uh, maiden voyage to the United States of America? First trip to New York City, absolutely. The big peach, the windy peach. Yeah, and uh, how have you enjoyed your experience amongst the American people so far? It's it, it's a funny one, Guy. I'm interested to hear how, what your thoughts on the American people are, because I do not understand a word they're saying. Yeah, they, uh, they're really, I tell you, they are really sticking at it with the accent thing, huh? Yeah, and not a lick of, like, they don't understand a lick of German here. Well, I mean, some of them do, German speakers, I imagine, but, you know, by and large, you, you, you wouldn't guess that, all of the American people would speak German because it, it's not recognized as a national language. Well, it's news to me, Guy. And there's just more and more things that just continue to surprise me here. You know they drive on the other side of the road here, Guy? The right-hand side. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty well-known you know, piece of information. If you, if you watch a TV show or a movie, you'll always see them on the... I've, I'm glad that I've spent the, most of my life... I very happily can say I've never once watched a program, heard a piece of music, or even looked at a product from the US of A. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is quite a big... uh, It's a culture shock here, Guy. Yeah, it would be huge. I would sooner be at home on the streets of Tokyo than here in this wild hellscape that is New York. And it looks nothing like York, may I say that, Guy? (laughs) Nothing like York. I've been to York many times, and this is not... It's not quite like really not a New York. It's a different York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what can I tell you, my friend? It's um, it's a hell of a city. I had no idea you were coming in so cold. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> cold guy. I mean, cold is the is is another big problem because it's it's coming up on winter time here. You know, in I I've been to Europe many times, guy, and I'm I'm aware of the fact that the northern and southern hemispheres have Different weather, you know, but for some reason, and I don't know why this is. I've seen maps, I've looked at the globe. I thought that New York would be temperate, sunny, warm, even. Why would you? Why would you think that? I, I, I wish I knew, Guy I wish I knew Well, don't worry I've got uh, plenty of thermals And sort of uh, spare jackets So that you can rug up warm uh, You know, for, for any of our future expedit- expeditions Out of the house oh, I regret bringing so many togs well, you don't need to beat up on yourself about that That's okay uh, You just don't need to wear them You know, sometimes mm. you pack clothes you don't wear I, I, I would hate to see you sort of spiral over anything As could, minor as Could layer them, I suppose Yeah, you could I mean, you could, but they'll still only be covering the same part of your legs. So, and mm. You know, the, 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 the flesh that's exposed will become icy cold. Yes, well. Well, we'll look, we'll just, that remains to be seen. Hey, you know, <clears throat> we'll see how we go. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry, Uh, I was totally oblivious to the fact that you've been so willfully ignorant of uh, all of America's output and, I suppose, goings-on your your entire adult life. It's incredible, Guy. It's just incredible here. I can't get over it. You know, people on the footpath, you know what they call it here, Guy? A sidewalk. Uh, What a thing. What a thing. A walk on the side of the road. I mean, it makes perfect sense, but it's bamboozling my mind, let me tell you that. Yeah, well, I mean, when you, when you came in, the first thing you said was you want to have a, a genuine New York experience. That's so right. what I do, I took us out of the house, we walked down to the bodega or the mm. corner shop, mm-hmm. and uh, we got ourselves a couple of sandwiches. Yeah, and uh, let me say, they were delicious, but unlike any sandwich I've ever had before. In what way? Uh, well, the shape, the size, the taste, it, all of it was totally foreign to me, completely foreign. I mean, you've had bread before and cheese, tomato, lettuce, mayonnaise. But the combination of them all, uh, staggering. Staggering. Could you describe to me uh, the sandwiches with which you're more familiar with eating? Yeah, take a block of cheese, guy. Slice off two, three, maybe four slices. Eat them up. Yeah, that's... Open a jar of gherkins. Take out maybe one, maybe two gherkins. Pop them in your gob. So have you get a heel of bread, just slice it off one, maybe two slices. If you're feeling greedy, have a third. And just chew them down. So you're eating... Take a stick of butter. Lick it. All of these ingredients you're eating independent of one another. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a sandwich. <laughs> How did you find the American take on the traditional Australian sandwich? Time-saving, time certainly. Confusing to my taste buds who are used to taking any one flavor at one time. Yeah, well, um, I guess that'll happen. I can't imagine too many other you know, huge amounts of culture shock um, you know, with any of the other meals we had. So we took, we took our sandwiches, we ate them, and uh, we went for a lovely stroll around Central Park in mid-Manhattan. It's a huge park. Can I say that, Guy? Yeah, you can say anything, man. What a it truly is a free country, isn't it? It's one of the biggest parks I've ever seen, guy. And the trees, there's not a eucalypt in there. Yeah, no, it's well. Again, I suppose being in America, you're you're more likely to see your American trees, pine, pine, oak, ad ad Adler. I want to say Adler. You can say that. Don't know that it's a tree. Yeah, well. It's um, it's it's a different a different city and it's a it's a different pace of life. I have to find I have to ask you, guy. I mean, you're a fellow Antipedian. Wh- how how has it been for you to adjust to a culture so profoundly different from uh, our? Uh, life? uh well, you know, in the interest of total honesty, um, I've found it really hard, really oh. hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm really grateful for you coming over here, man, because uh, times have been tough. And uh, to be completely honest with you, I'm, I'm really at my wit's end with this place. Yeah, I mean, guys, I, I can see that. I can see there's a cold, cold depth to your, your eyes that I've never really seen before. It's like you've, you've, you've seen and done terrible things. I have been surprised by the hostility mm. of the American people, Mm. towards me. Is that right? For reasons that remain unknown to me. An objective professional, licensed professional, tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. To help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Mm. They are... Horrible. Tell tell me about that guy. I mean, what 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 way are they hostile to? Well, you know, you you move in with someone, you find a roommate on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. You know, you move into a this a, hum, a humble home. Now, say they just have to go through that again. Craigslist. This is a list managed by a Craig. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, mm. he, and he's sort of he's the a land baron, so he he sort of and he keeps track of ev- everywhere everyone who needs. And has a house. That's right. If you, want, if you want somewhere to live. Is that a government position? No. No, it's an independent business. It's privately owned. Uh, and, you know, you really get the feeling that he is swamped. And where do you see these lists? Uh, on, on the internet. He's got a website he runs. Huh. It is a brave new world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's got all sorts of lists. You know, if you want to buy some furniture, you can look at his furniture list. He keeps track of furniture. Who is this, Craig? Well, you know, I, I feel like maybe part of the reason I've had trouble, uh, you know, ingratiating myself amongst the American people is I, I've been able to track down this Craig at all. I haven't, I haven't seen or heard hide or hear of him. So I sort of feel like I'm, I'm cast adrift uh, and, and feeling my way through, you know, lists of um, just at, at random. Yeah. Yeah, gosh. I mean, that would be, that's a nightmare in a sense. That's, you know, you, it's like a bad dream. In a city where everything is known and controlled by one shadowy figure, it's like a dystopia. It, it can feel like that. I mean, I, I do think that there are alternative ways of finding realty listings, but uh, I, I certainly haven't stumbled into them. Well, yes. Well, look, I mean, I, I've I've gotten off the beaten track there, guy. So you've you've went on this Craigslist and you found a housemate. Yeah, I found a guy who, was, who said he was looking for a, a you know, he was just wanted someone who's tidy, sort of uh, somewhat sociable, but also happy to keep to themselves. Pretty mm-hmm. much just someone to, you know, pay half the rent. and Rent, now that's an American term? I think it's pretty universal. Rent, it's the money you pay. In ex- so it's, it means the same as rent in Australian English. Are you So you know the word rent? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So why then would you think that it's an American term? Just like to check, just like to just touch in. Just to make sure that all the words are making sense. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't want to – have you said rent and it be something totally different to what I – I think you could safely assume that um, most of the words, they share a definition across the – Okay. Well, just at time from time to time, i just like to check in just to be sure. Okay. <clears throat> but just so you know, words like rent – I mean, if you do have the traditional Australian definition in mind, mm-hmm. which is the traditional English definition – Money paid – For property to a landlord or baron. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I suppose, you know, he's already got his social life lined up. He's got his own things he does and people he sees. He's got his partner. That's, uh, now this, again, this is like someone in a relationship with another person. Another person. Significant other. Yep. Great. Even keel, baby. We're on the same. Yeah, we're same on the same tech. page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I suppose some people are just socially closed off. Mm. You know, I am putting my best foot forward. I'm trying to be a pretty uh, accommodating, socially accommodating and, uh, you know, clean and generous housemate. But mm-hmm. I don't know. These guys, you know, they'll go out for dinner, you know. And that's an, and that evening meal. Yeah, sort of the third of the big meals. you Third? Have. During well breakfast lunch and dinner yes yes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so they'll go out for dinner as you say (laughs) yeah yeah and um, I don't know you know I try to insert myself in but you know sometimes it feels like uh, I'm not I'm not wanted Mm. Mm. I mean that's tricky I mean they they certainly seemed quite hostile when I arrived here yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, that's just another one of those things, I guess. I did tell them you were coming mm-hmm. and they said that there's no room. Uh, and yet here we are. Well, yeah. Because so, does that phrase mean the same thing? There's no room. There's no room. That would mean that there's no space for another person to, to yeah. stay. Would that be physical or... And they said that. Yeah, they said that they'd sooner not have have you stay, especially because their parents are coming to visit. That's it, because it just well, because if it means the same thing, guy, I would say that maybe that hostility is because I'm here anyway. Yeah, and that's the sort of thing I'm talking about. Just the sort of unfounded, uh, unwavering hostility. That's just bad hosting, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I suppose it is. You know, if you guys are going out for a lovely meal to celebrate your 50th dinner? dinner, yeah, mm-hmm. anniversary, so be it. But the more the merrier. You say fiftieth anniversary, fifth, fifth. I mean, yeah, the number is number between four and four, four and six. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, look, I don't want to go on about. I, I feel like I'm being negative. I I just want to. No, add, no. God, I think you're being very fair. I mean, that's. Like if we go through that series of events, it seems strange that they wouldn't let me, a stranger, stay in their house when their parents are coming to stay. Yeah. So that's two sets of parents. That's four parents. All four of their parents yeah, are coming. They're, and they're all going to be staying here. Yeah, they're getting in tomorrow morning. How long has this been in the works? Oh, uh, they've been planning this for a while. He's actually going to propose. So Oh uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I think they've been playing this for six or seven months. I've only been here for three, and um, yeah, it's just it's it's hard to live in a place when people are so hostile. Yeah, mm-hmm. unaccommodating. Yeah, yeah, I can dig that. I, I well, I guess you know, in all things, the best thing to do is just try and kill it with kindness. You know, you got to just we just have to try and be the best. You know, share share housemates that we can absolutely, and try and turn those frowns the other way around. The other way around, back into smiles. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I try to set up fun little games, uh sort of you know, scavenger hunts, or you know, you you take things and you you put them in different parts of the house. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, 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 hide them. And uh, even that, you know, even something as small as that can really set them off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So there's this... That's min- funny, isn't it? Because normally just taking someone's stuff and putting it somewhere else is a good gag, you know? Yeah. They go, oh, wh- oh where are my keys? I'm running late for work. And, and- you sort of just sit there in the corner <laughs> and you, sort of, you smugly kind of watch them yeah. desperately kind of scrounging around for it. And all the time, you know, it's in the middle of an ice cube in the freezer. Yeah. One of the last places. This is why it's the perfect hiding yeah, they're place. They're never going to find the, that. One of the last places you'd think. Look, I mean, why are they making the ice ice cube tray so big? Yeah, if not to to put some keys in yeah. it. Yeah, and the, you get it's the great thing about that is you get two laughs because you get the laugh. Well, three really. You get the laugh while you're putting the keys in the ice yeah. cube, and that's a good laugh. You <laughs> get the laugh when they're frantically digging around. They're going, God, if I don't get these keys, I'm going to lose my job. That's and a great God, laugh. God, that's a good laugh. And you get the laugh, you know, weeks, months, years later when they mix up a big drink and they <laughs> pop that ice cube in and it melts and they think, how the fuck did keys get, get in this ice cube? And that's, God, you laugh, don't you? That either. is funny. Do you know, mm. this might be a good way to, to kick things off, to really make ourselves a little more welcome. Mm. I know where Mark has the engagement ring. We could put the ring in an ice cube, guy. I am too into this idea. Can I just say that? Like, we get the ring and we hide it in an ice cube. And we don't tell. We don't tell Mark. No, no, no. And we'll put a note like a a note in the in the uh, box. Yes, that says like "fuck you, bitch." <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> gag. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And it's important the box stays where he left it. Yeah, exactly the same. Because what will be good is, like, and this is the perfect thing, is if by chance he doesn't look at the ring before he proposes, that when he does propose, opens the box, we've double pranked them. We've got Mark and his fiance yeah potential potential fiance. Fiance. Yeah, yeah. well, maybe not after that prank you know? <laughs> Well, we'll find out if they have a sense of humor. uh oh man, this is great. It's so nice just having a you know a, another sane person here <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely God. Oh man, God, God, it's just good to get a good prank in, a good antipodean prank into yeah. this american household, you know. Well, I certainly think it it'll, it'll go a long way towards uh rebuilding any of the sort of broken bridges uh that exist between you know myself and Mark and um certainly Fiona his what well, partner, maybe fiance. Um let's hope. Let's hope indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh what are some other things you'd like to do while you're here in New York? I'm you know guy <sighs> <sighs> I had a little look at a, a tourist brochure as I was arriving here in, in New York and the thing that really stuck out to me was the Empire State Building. I'd really love to see the Empire State Building. Yeah. You know they used to land zeppelins or they wanted to land zeppelins on it but the wind, too fierce, they couldn't. They couldn't, end up, they couldn't get the zeppelins into the top of the tower. Isn't that wild? That, that is that true? That's a true fact about the Empire State Building. Yeah, they, It was originally designed to be a Zeppelin landing point. Man, people really went all in on Zeppelins. They though. put a lot of... The, you know, you've got to feel for that, for those people. <laughs> eh? I mean, that's a big building. And the thing about that is it's kind of like the key prank guy, is that they couldn't work out that it didn't work until they'd finished the building. And you just, and then the Zeppelin comes in and nope, too windy. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I, I feel like a trip to the Empire State Building would be a, a wonderful way for us to spend a morning or an afternoon. I'd or love a to day. Go. Yeah. Or a day. I don't know how long it takes. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. We just go up and down and all around it. Just really get a good feel for the Empire State Building. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I mean, before we do that, it's getting pretty late. Your jet lag must be kicking in. Are you okay? You know, actually, I don't feel too bad. I think this coming this direction, and I've gained a day, and I've lost six. I don't exactly know how the time works. It's Tuesday here, and I believe that in Australia... It'll be, it'll be Wednesday. It would be Wednesday last week. No, it would be Wednesday... Tomorrow, so Wednesday this week. It, uh, so it, I have travelled So you've travelled from back Sydney, you would have left Sydney. And I went around the globe in the opposite direction of the sun. Well, you don't need to think too much about that part. All you need to know is it's, uh, it's Tuesday here and uh, it's Wednesday in Australia. What an age we live in, Guy. What an age. Wednesday. <laughs> Woden's talk. What a wild idea. Well, I guess maybe the jet lag is hitting me, Guy, I suppose. Because um, that has really floored me. Well, before we go to bed, what say you and I sneak into Mark's room? Mm-hmm. We take the ring out. Yeah. And we put it in a big old puddle of water and we let that puddle turn to ice Uh, here's here's to pranks guy here's to the good old antipodean prank and can i say guy i'm i'm excited by this new phase in our relationship i like that we've put behind some of the horrible things that have happened and we've turned that into something wonderful that's going to help heal our relationship is going to heal your relationship with mark and fiona and I don't know. We just might. We might just make make everything a hum along. You know. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you here. And uh, let's get a good night's sleep. And I'm I'm really looking forward to a trip to the Empire State Building tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. Good night, guy. Good night, Carlo.